Welcome back to the Beast Gang Podcast. There has been some changes in the house of the mouse. Generally, when you hire a CEO, you don't fire the CEO less than a year and a half after taking shape. But that's what is happening in Disney. Bob Chapek, former CEO, was let go by the former CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, who was basically on the board, I guess, between the board, put himself back into driver's seat of Disney. From August of 2021, Disney stock price had dropped $100. So it was almost $200 in August of 2021. Time of this recording, it is a little under $98. So Bob Iger left two or three months right before COVID hit. So (laughs) Bob Chapek was the person to really see Disney Plus become the Netflix competitor. He was the person that made some mistakes. One with Milan, the Scarlett Johansson situation, which is, according to some, really what had doomed him because Disney doesn't yep. want the embarrassment. And Mike had brought that up. It's like, Disney doesn't do this. I think he said Feige was upset about it. Everybody on the Marvel side was upset about it. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, the lawsuit was a bad look, especially with the Me Too so fresh. So she was executive producer, right? Yeah. Because of COVID and the situations surrounding the theaters, things were going to streaming more often than not. And her contract stated it needs to be out in the movie theater. Bob Chapek, in particular, thought differently. And that is one thing that might have doomed him (laughs) not be the CEO. I mean, when you make these types of changes at that level, you know something's wrong. But circling this back to Chapek, Obviously, because of COVID, the movie grosses have not been substantial with movies that have come out in the theaters. Fox and Hulu acquisitions. Comcast still owns maybe like 30% of Hulu, but they really shot out a lot of money, particularly for the Fox movie content, the movie library that prop up Disney+. Plus. The money that they're spending for Hulu... All the money that they're spending have channels on Hulu Live TV. The Disney parks are more expensive. Attendance isn't where it needs to be. They had opened up that whole Star Wars hotel, a whole new Star Wars wing, and people were clowning that as soon as it came out. Other side of it, particularly with Disney Plus, they are bleeding money with Disney Plus between hey, you get a free subscription to Disney Plus when you sign up for X. amount of shows that Disney Plus is churning out. Apparently, She-Hulk might be one of the most expensive shows on Disney Plus. It might have been about $25 million per episode. Disney, as a whole, is not doing well, which led to Bob Iger restoring himself back to CEO. And there was talk about this happening last year. Why would that happen when I had stepped down? But obviously, Big Mike was always on the, they need to fire Bob Chapek. So Big Mike, how do you feel about the Bob Chapek firing and restoration of Iger? And I guess the, the new sense of positivity around Disney. About damn time. I should have been done it. I've been saying this for the longest, and I keep telling people the Black Widow situation, the painting on the wall, 
to me, it's the explanation why Marvel is in the state that it's in right now. Iger let creatives create. And pretty much, from what I understand, Feige had free range to do things however the hell he wanted to do it. It was his wheelhouse. He does whatever. And Iger didn't really care. He stayed out of the way because, like we said, at one point, damn near every movie was making at least a billion. So, from Iger's standpoint, it was this dude clearly knows what he's doing. He's clearly successful with it. Like, what are we going to interfere or touch anything for? I brand the Black Whale thing. Say it was Feige had final say as long as Iger was there. And the entire time that Iger was still on, Feige kept saying, no, it's not going to go to streaming. It's going to get a theatrical release like it's supposed to. And he was willing to wait the pandemic out. And then when Iger stepped down and Chapek came in, that's when everything changed. And all of a sudden it was like, nah, it's going to go on Disney Plus. And you pay a premium and you own it, blah, blah, blah. The whole Scarlet Dance and lawsuit came up. And like I said, Iger would have cut the check. Forty million compared to what the money that they had just been making off Endgame alone—that's nothing. The most non-issue of non-issues ever happened. Scarlet would have said something on closed doors. I would have cut a check and everybody shut the hell up and went on about their business. And Chapek did the dick move. Was like, nah, counter still. And like he said, it was a bad look, but showed you the direction everything was going because they said Feige was upset, stormed in his office, and basically told him, "You fucking up my universe." It's not how we do things. We take care of people. That's why people want to come work with us. And you just set a very bad precedent. And now, to me, it's starting to kind of explain why things have been going how they're going. The amount of Disney Plus shows is all because Chapek's the money dude. So if it's not making money, it don't make sense. So he's the one that's like, churn out as much content as possible. Doesn't give a fuck if it's good content or not. Just make sure it's on Disney Plus so we have something there to say that we put something out to the people. That's why you have all these shows that nobody's asked for. And they're only <laughs> like they're not even great. I can't name many Disney Plus shows where I'm sitting there like, oh my God, I can't wait to watch that again. You know what I'm saying? They had messed up the second season of The Mandalorian. Kathleen Kennedy was upset about Luke Skywalker. Boba Fett was messed up. I mean, just misfired, wrong idea. They probably should not have done that. So Obi-Wan was uneven. The Marvel stuff getting turned out. You had Hawkeye. I guess people like that show. WandaVision, which, I mean, that was probably already in the can before Chapek yeah. was doing anything. All this other stuff, I mean, particularly She-Hulk, was not great. <laughs> part of the problem, and I'll let you get back to your point, is that... Disney, before they decided to go blow for blow with Netflix, they were raking in a lot of money from that licensing to Netflix. The thing with Netflix is that Netflix was a technology company that figured out how to get DVDs to people and then turned into a media company. DVDs were going out. The problem with Disney was that Disney is a media company that had to try to figure out the tech side of things problem is trying to go blow for blow with Netflix was always going to come at a cost. I mean, whether it just be the streaming side of things, there's too many streaming services. One, not all the streaming services have good content, i.e. Netflix, but Netflix had enough to offer. Disney can't, most of the stuff is going to be PG, PG 13. So you lose out stuff there. Started in all these problems about the CGI workers being overworked now because all this content that JPEG wants, we got to have enough content to justify raising the price and to keep all these subscribers and all that. And if they don't want to do the work, 
let him go. We'll just find somebody else because somebody else needs a job. Like, it's, it's been a bad situation for a while. Even like Thor, Love, and Thunder, from what Beep was telling me, apparently Lena Headley had thrown a whole bunch of scenes. They paid her $7 million and they cut the entire angle. She's nowhere in the movie now. Peter Dinklage apparently had a whole bunch of scenes. Like, he was an integral part of the story. They got rid of all his stuff. So the whole tone and everything, the movie changed. And my Blade movie so, still got screwed up. Go ahead, Mike. But even then, look at Blade. Look how that whole situation started panning out. All of these things now, I'm looking back and I'm going, all of this happened under this dude's watch, right? And the thing that I really started looking at was DC approached Feige about taking over for them, and Feige didn't go. And me and Beep had this conversation that said the only reason why Feige wouldn't leave is one of two things. Either he's really hell-bent on seeing his baby to fruition because he said he's had things planned for the next 10 years, or what more than likely happened was he had already had conversations with Bob Iger, and Iger probably told him, I'm coming back, don't tell anybody. And that was his motivation to stick on board because, again, Iger is going to let him do what he wants to do. And I think it will be very obvious going forward, not when any of the stuff is already done, like Ant-Man, Quantumania, and probably one or two shows are probably already in the can. But anything that's getting ready to start filming or stuff going forward, it's either going to start feeling like old Marvel, and you're going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, they're getting back to it, or it's going to stay the same. If it's staying the same, then you know that there's really a deeper problem than just it was people are interfering and all that. But if it starts to feel like the old films, and Marvel all of a sudden feel like it's got a groove back, that'll be the most evident thing to say, okay, Chapek was more involved than people believe, and he was putting a whole lot of decisions in place Foggy must not have been on board with, but didn't really have any pull no more, say so, because JPEG was running ship. And the only reason why I think he really got put out was, much like Kathleen Kennedy, you have machine, basically. Disney not having content doesn't make sense with the Fox property. There's too much stuff. Too much stuff there. Not to be making money. Right before this announcement, you were hearing the stuff about Disney's going to lay off people. They're going to start slashing budgets. And they were gonna do a hiring freeze, and then two weeks later, JPEG is out. There's some correlation with that. Probably wasn't well liked in general. Likely the same people that are on the board at the time that Iger left and nominated JPEG are likely on the board now. So this is like the ultimate backstab. And then there was also another article saying that JPEG was trying to prop up the accounting for Disney Plus. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so it's just like, kind of before this, only negative stuff you would hear out of Disney, hey, they replaced one of the directors on a Star Wars movie. <laughs> For whatever reason. Like, that was probably it. But there were too many consistent problems, whether it be the Marvel side of things, the Disney Plus, the parks, the prices of the parks, the price of Disney Plus is going up. You knew something was going to happen. Plus the mediocre TV shows. The Marvel misstep, Disney missteps, but a lot of those things were had to have been happening before Chapek left. Like the minute Iger left, it all went to shit. Weird did that what the heck was yeah, I will give Chapek one thing was that COVID probably screwed up a lot of stuff. It screwed up the movie releases for not just Marvel, but for Disney in general. I mean, again, Milan was supposed to come out in the movie theater. Thank God it didn't because that joint was trash and even then when it came out on Disney Plus they were still asking for like $30 for it so I think they did that with like another movie didn't they like I think they did that with a couple of movies I think not sure if Luca was one of that Pixar stuff was going straight to Disney Plus 
the only other thing that I heard was apparently Scarlett Johansson signed a new contract to appear in a Marvel movie in some capacity. If not Kang Dynasty, it'll definitely be Secret Wars because they said Feige apparently in a meeting anybody and everybody that's ever been in a Marvel show or series or movie to be in a movie in some capacity. Everybody. Which is kind of interesting considering the fact that the Scarlett Johansson thing came up and they said that she had signed a contract to come back and then that's when I was telling Beep, okay, so I had already heard Downey had conversations after Doolittle flop. So <laughs> kind of see what is going on. I think Secret Wars, I have a feeling everybody's going to end up coming back. The only outlier you have to question is Chris Evans, only because he's been pretty hell-bent on, I'm not coming back unless the story's right. He's done and wants to do whatever he's doing. But I can see if they're trying to get all the originals back, him showing up for at least that. I think we'll know a lot of the direction of tone, depending on how Captain America, Thunderbolts, and all these different projects start coming out. Anything like Ant-Man, Quantumania, Marvels, and all that kind of stuff, I... It's probably going to be the same way things have been. And then the other thing also be is if you start to see Marvel kind of slow back down a little bit, because we thought about that one time before, like originally you had gaps and breaks between the movies because you didn't have shows too. Everything was kind of building up to something else, even if it was just one major event for that phase. For this one, you don't have that. And as far as we know, we don't have nothing going forward until Kang Dynasty. Again, I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting that, Again, after Chapek leaves and Iris Lake come back, all of a sudden, Blade, which got thrown on the back burner, was, oh, we got a new director and a new writer because they gave us a pitch and everybody's blown away and they want to go with it. A wait and see type thing. And I think it's also the fact of James Gunn just did Guardians 3. He left and now he's going to DC. You know what he's capable of doing. So you got to feel a little bit of pressure knowing the dude's, this dude's probably going to fix most of DC's issues. Yeah. Because Cavill's back. Affleck went on record now saying that his scene, that him shooting the Flash was the most fun he's had as Batman. Which I said before, if you got rid of all the a-holes from Warner Brothers, wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. And he's gone on record again talking about how much he wants to do a Batman movie with Matt Reeves. So, I don't know. From what I heard, Warner Brothers is not getting rid of Ezra Miller now. They've sat down, just getting rehabilitated, and they're working it out. So apparently he's still what there, still going to be the Flash. So DC's world of we don't know what the hell we're doing all of a sudden seems like it's very much getting fixed pretty quickly. And from what I understand, James Gunn is supposed to present his vision to the new execs in like the next two to three months. They kind of gave him a deadline. He said he's already got it figured out and he'll present it to him. So we'll have an idea soon on how they're going to go too. We'll see. Deadpool, Hugh Jackman's back. That's no secret. Again, Ryan Reynolds originally said he wasn't doing it if they don't let him go hard. I don't know how that's going to work. I know Daredevil's supposed to be TVMA now. So it's going to be interesting. With Iger coming back, there's a lot of interest to see what Disney decides to do because the past two years of whatever was going on, I think Iger was CEO for almost 15 years. So Yeah, he's around for a minute. Yeah, you got that dude back where he excelled at and he got the dude that destroyed the parks <laughs> well for what i was saying Iger's only supposed to be back for like the next couple of years and so i think it's man we talked about i think now he's come back because he's also probably gonna find somebody and groom them over the next couple of years kind of step into the role and still be able to handle everything the same way he used to well that's and what he's supposed to do but just all finance and that's it so say that's kind of the equivalent of what kathleen kennedy was with star wars like you're not supposed to fuck this up. This is easy. 
You inherited the easiest shit in the world to run. I mean, literally, Chip Exton just came in and just said, all right, fine, you do whatever you do. That's what Bob told me. I mean, the dude knows what he's doing. So, same thing. You got Star Wars. You're not supposed to be able to fuck that up. These Star Wars fans are arguably the most loyal people on the fucking planet. You can make the shittiest movie, and they still go see the next one. <laughs> no, uh, man, am I lying? No. Things should have never been in the state that they were in, but we'll see. Yeah, that's the real problem. This should not have happened. DC, you understood. The shitty management and none of that. They didn't know how to handle or keep a rein on creative talent. The blueprint was set. Supposed to leave Flaggy alone. The creatives do their thing. I mean, the Mandalorian, you were kind of given a blueprint of how to manage or how to deal with or do Star Wars. Then I think about it. Book of Boba Fett came out with Chapek. Like, did he just come in and just say, hey, we need more of this? Did he have, like, somebody just going around looking at shit? Because I can't believe he looked at every damn movie and and just started making arbitrary decisions. He put his people in place, which is, like, who else got fired alongside of Chapek is all his people. I assume what happened was that when Chapek came in, all the Iger people either had their roles changed and or fired or asked to leave. Yeah, because if you look at the statement, it said part about Iger coming back was also about he has the respect of senior management, which lets you know right there there was a real big dysfunction once JPEG came in. Almost like the Star Wars situation, there was a clear split. You got this one person who sees things one way and wants things done one way, and then everybody else who was there before and while shit was running good and successful going, now this is the way it needs to be done. And that person's trying to put their own authority down and their way of doing things. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Interesting to see because, again, you don't normally see this level of quick changeover at a CEO level. Leading a company, you don't necessarily want to rock the boat too much. And this is the equivalent of rocking the boat and then throw somebody out. <laughs> well, I think the real thing they got fired Well, I think the real thing they got fired was that whole accounting bullshit move numbers around so not to make it look like look that bad and like uh yeah that's like some shit if oh you know the park's not doing well in terms of ticket sales but we did more money with merchandising people who came in there bought more stuff so therefore it offsets the ticket sales it's pulling some bullshit that he would pull with the parks it sounds like he was pulling some shit like that and then you kind of look at it every damn article or all the fan reactions just generally comes off as mixed i mean where before before Endgame came out, Marvel had a couple of hiccups with We Hate Brie Larson, the casual racist, misogynist, or whatever. But in general, it was overwhelmingly positive. Afterwards, it's kind of like, uh, what the heck are y'all doing with this? This isn't working right. Now, to the point, it's just trash talking it. I mean, God, if you look at our review scores, they're all generally mediocre to low. Like, with the exception of um, Spider-Man. Shang-Chi. But that's just it, right? If you look back at that, that's the question I keep asking. You telling me that the dude that did that for 10 years don't know how to move forward? And he said he's got everything planned out? The one thing that really don't make sense, other than you've got somebody that came in and was sitting on all your decisions all this. I cannot fathom Foggy would not be able to carry this forward the way he had already, like the momentum he had everything he was doing. Unless there was one drastic-ass change. I mean, that's like the biggest 360 I've probably seen in movie history. Being arguably one of the greatest producers of all time, then you can't make shit? Oh, not arguably. He's got to be the best in terms of profits and pure, like, making money and shit. I mean, he's got, what, 20 films under his belt? More? Made billions? It's crazy. In a much better place 
late 2019 than they were in late 2022. <laughs> they tried to pin it on the pandemic, and then like the Spider-Man release just threw that out the window. It was just like uh, people braved the pandemic and died of COVID to watch that movie and watch it more than once. So you got no excuses. Like that's just like a phenomenon. And oh yeah, we're doing things great. That movie because of Sony's involvement. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm giving her credit. Like, I'm pretty sure that insulated a lot from if if JPEX people were putzing around and trying to dig their fingers in and, and make changes. My only thinking is that Shang-Chi was still Iger's legacy, was already in the bag because JPEG came in like around when Shang-Chi was released. So right. Shang-Chi was done. Wouldn't have made sense for them to make any changes to Shang-Chi. I think JPEG just brought in some people that just kind of fucked them over, dude. He kind of got fucked. Yeah, so in February 2020 is when Chapek was the CEO and Iger was supposed to just remain executive chairman until right. 2021, end of 2021. And Shang-Chi was what, 2020? Came out September 21. September 2021? Yeah. Okay. That movie was somewhere in the works. Oh, and, it was post-production at that point. Yeah. Probably at least still filming and wrapping up. And their post-production would have been, like, yeah. that would have taken a good year. So I'm reading one thing is that in June of 2022, JPEG had signed a three-year contract extension to be CEO. <laughs> in June of 2022. It had to have been an accounting thing. Like, somebody basically saw that he was doing some bullshit. Yeah, he did something to out of here. That shit would have gotten back to the board. They would have devalued their stock. I mean, they had to get rid of him for that shit. I think it was the money thing that really called him, not the, necessarily the, we got to bring the quality back and then chapek found out on a sunday that he was no longer going to be ceo so how you get fired on your day off <laughs> basically they started disney's negative earnings report again kind of relating that back to the stock price and all the problems that i had mentioned and then they were lay people off and plus you have the disney plus problems whether it be content price the budgets of the shows it's a lot at this point there's some hope that maybe disney will turn around and the confidence that people had and maybe that might also translate over to star wars never know but hey plane's gone in june the world is a wonderful place me and beep talked about it he said the guy that he got the news from i think his name is bob campy or something like that he said that normally he doesn't really talk about a lot of stuff that he hears apparently he knows a few people inside disney he said he heard from two separate people in two totally different departments that the kennedy news is real and that she is supposed to be out once indiana jones comes out for real and it ain't a joke she's trying to get out before indiana jones comes out or after because i'm no, hearing some gracefully bow out after that movie comes out yeah i hear that movie She's gone, but she's supposed to be out after that. Harrison Ford's ass is acting. I want him to die a horrible death. <laughs> that Phoebe Waller cake woman is supposed to take over and be the new Indiana Jones. I'm like, that shit will go for like a lead fucking balloon. I actually liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I didn't think it was a horrible movie. Like people look at like a travesty against God and the nature of man and all this other shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? One, it was about aliens. That was the only reason someone can get me. Charlotte Boff was a problem in that movie. Hey, like, what's the problem with it? It, it? It's about aliens. Indiana Jones is about Nazis and religion. Like, oh, God, I'm done. 